Bay Shepherd family, welcome to worship this weekend. And I want to remind you that we are continuing this sermon series in which we are focusing on Thanksgiving. November here at Shepherd is for Thanksgiving. And I'm not just talking about the holiday, although you might be drawn to think about that with looking at the food behind me. We'll get to that a little bit later. But here at Shepherd, we are talking about the behavior, the attitude of Thanksgiving, what it means to be thankful, what it means to show gratitude in our lives. So our first week of this series, we talked about replacing angst and anxiety with thanksgiving. And then last week, we talked about the deep theology, the the theology and practice of thanksgiving and gratitude in our lives. And so today, we turn our attention to thanksgiving, the giving part of thanks, and what it means to give out of our deep appreciation and gratitude for what's been done for us in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So today, we turn our attention to giving and generosity and how thanksgiving produces that in us always. And so today, I want to share some words with you from the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul also gave thanks in his life. And we have a written record of this in almost every single one of his letters. In fact, he starts always with talking about thanksgiving or praise or gratitude for a number of different things, for the early church, for the blessings that have been bestowed on him and his fellow believers, and for the enormous blessings that God has poured out on the early church as well. So I want to read some words from Paul's first letter to the church in Thessalonica. And I want to read almost the entire first chapter, in fact. So Paul writes, We always thank God for all of you and pray for you constantly. As we pray to our God and Father about you, we think of your faithful work, your loving deeds, and the enduring hope you have because of our Lord Jesus Christ. We know, dear brothers and sisters, that God loves you and has chosen you to be his own people. For when we brought you the good news, it was not only with words, but also with power. For the Holy Spirit gave you full assurance that what we said was true. And you know of our concern for you from the way we lived when we were with you. So you received the message with joy from the Holy Spirit, in spite of the severe suffering it brought you. In this way, you imitated both us and the Lord And as a result, you have become an example to all the believers in Greece throughout both Macedonia and Achaia. And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere, even beyond Macedonia and Achaia. For wherever we go, we find people telling us about your faith in God. We don't need to tell them about it, for they keep telling about the wonderful welcome you gave us and how you turned away from idols to serve the living and true God. And they speak of how you are looking forward to the coming of God's son from heaven, Jesus, whom God raised from the dead. He is the one who has rescued us from the terrors of the coming judgment. So there's a lot to unpack here in this passage from the Apostle Paul. But what I want to focus on today are a couple different things. So I don't know if you picked up on it, but first and foremost, Paul talks about the believers turning away from idols, turning away from the worship of the created things rather than the creator. And I want to remind you of that because we talked about that last weekend, that when we are not gracious, when we are not thankful in our lives, that is actually a very severe form of idolatry. When we aren't showing gratitude 
we are worshiping the things that God has created and given to us rather than the creator himself. But the other thing that I want to focus on in this passage is, once again, that the Apostle Paul, he starts by showing and talking about thanksgiving. That's how he starts his letter to the church in Thessalonica. But then he also talks about how that thanksgiving, that gratitude radiates out into the entire early church. It it affects everybody and it affects their witness. It affects the way that people talk about the church as well and the way that the church is identified. They are identified by their gratitude. They are identified by their thanksgiving, their love for not just one another in the community, but also their love for the world around them as well. So brothers and sisters in Christ, I think it's pretty clear for us today that saying thank you spurs us on to give thanks as well, to adopt this approach of living out thanksgiving in our lives. And so today we are talking about thanksgiving always leading to giving. And so that plays out in our lives when we transition from not just saying thanks, which is extremely important, but we transition to giving thanks as well, to living out that thanksgiving in our lives. So let me give you an example of this that's pretty familiar, I think, for all of us as we gather here today. So I want you to think ahead. Uh, Think ahead a couple weeks to what's going to happen, to the massive feasts that will be laid out in your homes with the Thanksgiving meal. And as a visual aid, you can think about the food that's behind me here today as well. So think about it. The green bean casserole is laid out. The turkey is ready. Everything is prepared for Thanksgiving dinner. And everybody takes part in the feast. Everybody that's gathered takes part They eat all their favorite food, and it's magnificent. But then at the end of the meal, when the green bean casserole is demolished, when the stuffing has nothing but crumbs left at the bottom of the pan, and when the turkey is pretty much just scraps left over for sandwiches in the coming weekend, what happens? Everybody kind of finds a reason not to help clean up the meal right? We're very quick to offer our thanks to the cooks. And we may even gush about how good the meal was or how good our favorite dish was. But if you're anything like me, you find as many reasons as possible to get away from doing the dishes and cleaning off the table, right? There's football to be watched. You might want to go take a walk to walk off some of those extra calories. Or if the tryptophan has already gotten to you, you might just need to go in the other room and take a nap. But I think what we can look at in this example is that actually we have an opportunity, even within this very simple story, to move from just saying thanks to being thankful. So as we get done with the Thanksgiving meal, instead of just saying the meal was great and going about the rest of our day, we can help do the dishes. We can help scrub the pots and pans. We can help to clear the table and we can help to put everything away and help out those people who prepared that feast in the first place. And I share that example with you. I share that story with you because I think it's a very simple reminder for us 
about how easy it is to simply say thanks, but not allow that thanksgiving to translate into actions in our lives. Uh, Martin Luther once said that God doesn't need our good works, but our neighbor, our neighbor does need our good works. And so brothers and sisters in Christ, we have this amazing season in our lives here at Shepherd of the Desert to not just say thank you, but to be thankful as well. And that's why I brought this food into our sanctuary here at Mountain View today. Uh, Every time I walk in, in the morning, every time I'm here for preschool drop-off, I see this growing mountain of food in the lobby of our Mountain View campus. And it seems to grow every day that I'm here throughout this month of November. And our preschool families, our worshiping families, everybody from our shepherd community is bringing in food that's going towards these food baskets that will be given to people in need here in the valley. And as you can see, there's all the favorites here. There's stuffing, there's gravy, there's green beans, there's cream of mushroom soup. And if you're anything like me, you always focus on the cranberries, right? And so all of these items will be going into Thanksgiving baskets that will be distributed to people in need. And it's this visual reminder for me. Every time I walk into our Mountain View lobby, it's this visual reminder for me of what it means not just to say thank you, but what it means to live out that Thanksgiving in my life and in our lives as a community of faith. So Thanksgiving leads to giving always. And our generosity can be shown not just in Thanksgiving baskets, which is a great, great start, but our generosity can be shown in using our unique gifts and talents to bless all the people around us. You have been created to be specifically you so that you can serve people in your life around you. I don't know if you've ever thought about that before. We can also be thankful with the financial and material blessings that have been given to us on this earth. And if you stop to think about all the things that are surrounded in our lives, that that make up our lives on this earth, both financially and materially, we have plenty to share with other people around us. And we can also give in those very simple little ways, by sending a nice note to someone, by saying thank you to someone by making a little extra tip to the person that drops our food off or brings our groceries to our house in this age of COVID. There are always, always ways that we can translate thanksgiving into giving in our lives, that we can let this gratitude in our lives transform us into people that are wildly generous and share the amazing blessings that we have with everyone else around us. So I'd be remiss if I didn't say that you should certainly continue to bring in food as we are trying to put together some awesome Thanksgiving baskets for those in need here in the Valley. But I also want us to think about the many and the hundreds and thousands of ways that we can let Thanksgiving translate into giving in our lives as well. So as you go out today, as you think about what it means to be thankful and what it means to have gratitude in your lives, my hope is that we as a body, as a church, as a community of faith, and as a family here at Shepherd, can let the spirit of thanksgiving live out this entire month 
and into the months to come as well. So Thanksgiving is not just a holiday for us. It is a attitude. It is a mentality. It is a disposition of our hearts and a way of being where we are always allowing our gratitude to translate into giving and generosity in our lives. 